And that is the sign for me to say, you are listening to Let's Go, the weekly anime podcast about weekly anime from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. Harry. And it's me, Brian, with an increasing amount of clothes on each week as it gets colder. <laughs> it's cold in there, Jesus. <laughs> Let your man in, it's Baltic outside. <laughs> uh, I, I did put the heating on today, and we should have a lovely smell of burnt dust. It's some um, kind of crossover of um, Wes Anderson film and Jean Le Carre novel happening with you. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what you want. Um, on this episode, we are talking the anime that aired the week of the 14th of November to the 20th of November 2021, with no invaders this week. So we kick off with The Vampire Dies in No Time, Episode 7, Lewd Talker Talk Talk Talk, Toe Handers Terrible Day Off, and Then Comes Father. See, I had a theory with this show that it puts the it puts the the childish, well, the teenage-ish uh, puerile fucking jokes in the first bit, maybe going, oh, this fucking joke, and then the second half is fucking killer, and this just proves my point. Uh, well, there you go. I don't know what it says about me that I really liked the first part of this episode. <laughs> I, I, I will admit, but I, see, I thought they were going to lean into the lewdness, and it was just like, no, we're going to have people yeah. say dirty things, and by dirty, I mean like, like childishly dirty, basically. Yes. Yeah, uh, but it's one of those ones that acts as serious the barometer for how mature or otherwise yes. each of the characters are because this is their familiarity with this. Because we have like Ronaldo, he gets his filter turned off. He finds saying, "I just want to be with big tits who take care of me." <laughs> no, he, then... he's very specific. He he wants a lady to offer him. Would you like to touch my big tits? That that that's it's not about touching a big tit for him. It's about the offer of it. Consent is what he's fucking into. Mm. Yeah, uh. by comparison to Hanaichi, <laughs> comparatively not as all failed these matters. No, or, or could say penis. Yes, we hear it over and over in time, which is some kind of very adulterous cave person. Penis, penis, penis. Yes, a new vampire has arrived in town whose hypnotism allows him to make force people to talk about uh, their heart's desires uh, when it comes to sex uh, whenever they try to say anything else, which is we get they get a mix of subtitles of what they're trying to say and what they're actually saying. And he's the only guy who understands yeah. what they're actually saying. Yes. They laid them out actually pretty okay this time, so you could figure out yes. half what was yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was good. They're learning. And... Uh, Draluk is the only one not affected uh, because he blocks the hypnotism by putting John in front of his face. <laughs> <laughs> and the filth that comes out of John's John. like, cute little mouth. Oh, oh could you? And then he's angry at the vampire for doing it to John, even though he used him to block it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, he has to uh, deal with this. I can't remember how they actually finally deal with him. Oh, uh, the first attempt the... is by getting the shape-changing pervert vampire in, but they just become like uh, best buddies. Yeah, I'm all about revealing my own inner fucking like kink, and it's like I'm all about revealing other people's inner kinks. Let's be <laughs> friends. And while they're doing that, Ralph was using that as a distraction to call every vampire hunter and possibly just person in town to kick the shit out of him. That's I, it. I think that's how it's resolved. It's just basically. all out in the open now. Everyone knows I'm into like uh, I, I, I'm into hairy ladies. Okay, it's, it's going it's going to come up sooner or later. Now it's out in the open. We can all agree we gotta beat up this vampire who fucking made a show of us. I did. I did like some of the the jokes and everything. It's like the character. He's like, Ralph's like, oof, that's the first thing you get to say on the show. That really sucks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy. Okay, I got I got depth and layers to my character. No, you don't. You're always going to be the hairy lady vampire dude. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> uh, and the master of the Vampire Hunters Guild bar is just so obscene that he has to be censored as he's explaining. Hey, man, before we know about that Twister game, whatever you get up to, that's your own business, all right? <laughs> yeah, so every character gets a thing to reveal their innermost um, kinks and... It, it works a lot better for that because, like, they play it either very, very childishly or one specific fetish or all kinds of fun. Yes, yeah. yeah. Then it's Toe Hunter's terrible day off, uh, in which his mum has won a half day date with Ronaldo, 
Uh, and also we see the inside of his room. Oh my God. <laughs> amazing. I was considering it for a background. It was very good. Um, just It's it's sick of... Okay, you get it. He's fucking obsessed with him. He's got, yeah. the, he's got like an old... Okay, I'm going to have, have, have his, no, his picture up. But this is like an old... He's got a picture up on the dartboard. And he's like throwing darts, getting them right between the eyes. Yeah. You know, like fucking like fun, massive, like wall sized over the bed portraits of Ronaldo, like you pop in the middle of, of, of a magazine. You know, it's a. Uh... Hmm. If, if anyone <laughs> besides involved. his mother has bought the most Ronaldo merchandise, it's definitely him. He's painted um, a mural on his wall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, there was a there was a Kate Beaton comic where it has like a pirate captain and it's like, ah, he's me rival. That's why I keep his his picture in a locket next to me. Nemesis Arr. is the strip. That's the that's <laughs> the sketch I've got in my copy of the uh, first volume. Oh, <laughs> and just have uh, lace up in the, with, with the locket on the pillow. This is so sick. <laughs> they later find out. And then yeah. it finds out in a daring sea battle is and it springs open. <gasps> you my, feel the same way. <laughs> I'm his rival. Oh my god. Um yeah, th- that's that's Tohanda. <laughs> and uh it just makes me like him more as a character. He gets his um going backwards out of a window very early into this episode <laughs> on He's, that field. On a fun spiral as well, because it is it's, it's a beautiful like, bit of animation. Yeah. Or like fun. He's like kind of in I think there, he drills like, through right the window. There. That's kind of like fun. Oh, the broken glass and you're spinning around in the hole. Uh, I was getting ooh, that's icky. Ooch. Mm-hmm. And he was having such a nice day off until his mum revealed that to him. But um, so he's teamed up with his best friend, Tralk. <laughs> as far as I can tell, they're just mates now, which is great. We are both uh, creatures of the night, you know, caught between worlds. See, he can't, he can't ruin his mum's date because he loves his mum, and she doesn't deserve that. But he can break her heart by revealing what a piece of shit that beautiful Ronaldo is. Oh, I hate that man. Uh, um, he's being so vulnerable and honest whenever he does expose him. And, and then it makes, makes his man even more into him. I don't know. But it was all revealed on page 162 of, his, of the Chronicles anyway. So she's well aware of this fault in his character. And that's why she loves him even more because of it. Oh, yeah. the other she, people who are um, against... Um, Handa is, uh, I, I guess, the other, the Mams fan club. Yes, Mams, the book club, club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all they're all super supportive of. It. They're not jealous yes. or anything. They're just like, no, you won't uh, block her beautiful. Yeah, it, it is like clear Ronaldo's dinner? Ronaldo's biggest fans are middle aged women. It appears from on the evidence of this episode. <laughs> Damn you, being hey. a fucking damp here and you're 45 years old, you've got to fund the fucking tush for 22 year old. That's just <laughs> unfair. But if we're not going to begrudge you, you're winning at the contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so yeah, he tries to feed him celery, but he ends up eating celery anyway. Um, yeah, he tries to feed him celery. The, the lady fan club block him, but the burgers were made out of celery. Dralek has to change the, into a cute bat. He also gets oh, distracted yeah. in the restaurant by um uh by talking to chef. It's like I think the celery burger is a great fucking thing, but you need to change the recipe a little bit. It's just like it's getting distracted several times throughout this. Change into a cute bat, so he'll attack you. Um, he fails. That is not a cute bat. It was more like it's like a like some kind of ornate coffee table with a um wings. <laughs> a bat <out>. theme. How you rest your mug on that? I'm not sure. It's mm, unsettling. There appears to be like the, 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 a bit of a joke that isn't there. That when he's changed back, his eyes aren't right because John seems to be trying to get him to put his sunglasses back on. Yeah, well, every time, yeah, I, himself and John wearing the sunglasses in the skies, and like, like, but you see that with John all the time. Every time he dies and turns into a pile of ashes, John is trying to gather the ash back yeah. together. Yeah, so well, he, you know, you know, some of those are going to be like you know a little blurb of text in the corner of the panel in the background, so and the can't fit that many voices yes. into, a, into a single couple of seconds as much. So they'll yeah, do yeah. what they can. You know, if you want to find out more, read them on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then he's got a a fake, uh, like an imitation vampire, another one of these, which will... It's take... the same one. It's yes. the one that eats your pants. Yeah, um... eats his pants. <laughs> and it immediately it, just, it just... Yeah, just it loops just into the water. It off into the, into the river. Um, he's like, I'm a vampire hunter who just released a vampire into the wild. This is probably very bad. <laughs> gets my... huge then Ronaldo guns it down in death-defying fashion which again damn it I'm just setting him up for more cool shots what's wrong with me 
he gets spotted by his mom. It's like, oh, you're here as well. <gasps> Did you want to? Oh, do you want to get his autograph? Come on, give him. Would you give him a handshake if you wouldn't mind? And he's like, nice to meet you. Ronaldo's like, I have to pretend not to know you, guy. I've known since fucking high school or whatever. Yeah. There's like five one the grip in his foot. Tears of blood coming out. Yeah, yeah. That is a terrible day off. Mm. And then he spirals without a window straight into the river. Oh. Dude, should have just gone to the pub or gone see gone and see a film. Take your mind off of it. Oh. Then in the third part, Dralik is being very annoying. So he tells he just wants to hang out. He, Ronaldo tells the three kids to play with him. Well, he basically tells them to murder him, which obviously isn't very difficult, but keep him out of his hair. Yeah. Him and John, because he needs to write, he needs to be working on volume three of this, his memoirs. Um, he brings John back with him to the office, which is funny. Well, yeah, yes. That's... Well, John's useful. Uh... <laughs> he's, he's the editor on this thing. He's like, he's telling them what's what. Yeah, yeah. Only to find Drag's dad is there. But first of all, he mistakes him for Dralek and tries to kill him. Um I, I did like him even pointing out, it's like, this really kind of ruins the joke when I just sort of slap you in the face. And you're just like, ah, oh, Jesus, what the fuck? My timing is all off. <laughs> well, I, well, I appreciate it as well, but here's this familiar thing that also you expect to know. Which, yes. again, I, I admire the restraint and not always going to that uh, for, every, for every sketch. But mm. it is like, you know, he's fun. He's a little fun. Bang across the nose with a newspaper. He just goes... <laughs> and it stays on that for a couple of seconds. It's just like, yeah, oh, it's like it's, it is like you no know, mining a different kind of humor out of a similar setup. It's mm. really good. Um, um, but yeah, he's come here to see his uh, darling son, and he has to convince him in several ways. Uh, he's not around. He's brought basically. many presents back from Europe. <laughs> and here's the turntable he wanted, John. <laughs> All right. Like the fact that they did that, and then they gave a few shots to John on the ones and twos, man. That was that was very fucking nice. Uh, like that, he's brought a shitload of like fancy wine and probably video games for Drelg. And it's like, oh, don't don't worry. Um, oh, he keeps he keeps calling it Ronaldo, not Ronaldo. Yeah. He keeps calling him. He's calling him Paul. Yes. Um, but it's like, don't worry, I got you. Those little plastic snakes. I, I they have to have a name at the, like the hundred yen shop, like the euro shop, basically. Yeah. Um. Those little wiggly snakes. I can't think of the. Yeah, I yeah. had them as a kid. Um, yeah, yeah, they've sh- been around sure for ages. I don't think they've ever gone away. <laughs> That's the weird thing. So I thought it would be a little bit to kind of clack together. If you kind of yes. stick your wrist just right, it'll stay in the S shape. Yeah. Jointed wiggly snakes. Perfect Christmas stocking filler for children. Oh, okay. They're going okay, strong. Okay. Yeah. But um, it, that was a that was a good bit of um, just like oh, I, I got you some fucking tat as well. Hope that's all right. Pack of ten <laughs> for pack of ten for five yeah, quid. Like, anything I find in the fitting station for court. So yes, yeah. After, yeah. after, after, after I pay for the petrol. <laughs> um, and then they have to go looking for Dralek. <laughs> well, well, initially after... he's sick of his excuses because yes. the the weird pervert vampire appears. Is like quick turn into Dralek and it's just like. You have not fooled me. I can see his many nipples through his disguise. Um, and it's just, oh, you're just, you're up to something. You've done something to my son. I got to go find him. And he's like, nah, I better go out with him yeah. as well. well yeah. We're talking about when I want to bring him home because you know, I worry after him. We can see that you know, always out enriching the lives of the children. And they can see that he's been this is big hunter Ronaldo. He thinks of him, oh, I'll be fine, Dad. I'll just mind the house by myself. Look me, me and, if it's just me games. and John here playing video games, I won't die alone. at all. Alone, 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 alone. Yeah, but going around town and talking to all of Drauk's friends, um, and that that he has this full life, and lots of people know him, and they know, oh, he's not about. Maybe he's over with the lads. Just like, oh, this is better. My my son's doing better. I, I guess I guess he can which mm. sounds wrong, but now that I say it, um, they've turned the dust into mud balls that all have his face on. It's weird. Yeah, because we I... saw them earlier. They were they they made him put him in like a sand pit, and they were pouring water. <laughs> and on just him. mixed him in with the dirt. Yeah, basically. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sculpt him. Mm. He seems fine uh, with this. When we, yeah, he's uh, rather proud. He's like, oh, I'm quite shiny. That, that's a good job, lads. 
you know, when the kids are paying attention to him, you know, they're admiring him for his, his glorious sheen rather than, you know, his perceived immediate weakness. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's uh, he's 200 years old. It's about time for him to leave the nest and uh, become a vamp, uh, lord of the night in his own right, you know. Mm. It's, it's beautiful in a way. Poetry. But he has uh, made Ronaldo lose the inspiration to continue writing this volume. So can he ever go on the turntables after you, John? <laughs> At which point the editor is slowly lowering himself from the ceiling with his axe. Uh, yeah. It's it's a good one. It's, they're just such stupid bastards and they, they really do pack in the jokes. Yeah. It's, it's very, very silly. Um, hmm. Uh... <laughs> It's sort of like, you know, I, I, again, the problem is it was kind of like, didn't go into that, especially during the Lou talking period, the, oh, I like men who miss clothing kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. that seems to be like, oh, well, that's, that's so hilarious, right? It's just like, no, but I'm, again, I admire the, the restraint that it employs, which makes up for where it doesn't employ the restraint that it really should do, but more often <laughs> than not, it's got a good handle on things, and right. you got to give yeah. us the benefit of the doubt then. I assume they just figured we already know what that character is into, so it's not going to be a joke if he shows up to declare what he's into. I mean, like, yeah. he would have been a good guy to, to be a counter to him rather than getting the pervert vampire. He's like, yes. yeah, we already know we already know his thing. Yeah. Mm. Then we're going to take a look at Ranking of Kings, Episode 6, King of the Underworld, in which he's going to get some training. Um if he can uh, prove himself to the king of the underworld. Yeah. There, there was like a, uh, a mispronunciation thing in here, but they make work with what the subs they got. Yeah. But mm. it was, it's from Death Pa or Death, or Death Shar, because hey, it's Death, is that these guys are in the underworld, but it becomes kind of conjuncted down to Desh, Desh Pa or yeah. Desh Pa. So yeah. is it that the, the letter they thought was to Hilling's mother was actually a letter from... Bepin's. No, I because it was Kage who had that letter. Yes, and I I think the letter to Hilling's mother was like in an envelope, whereas his one was like a sealed scroll of it was a scroll of introduction. That That's it. it. Okay. Hmm. Um. So, um, but, but, yeah. but the mistake was, oh, we brought to the wrong dude in the underworld who have very similar names, and he's he's horribly insulted. But first of all, he's going to fuck around with you a bit because he can tell you've already misinterpreted who he is and one of on fuck around with you for a well, while. initially he fucks around with him but kind of going it's like hey are you are you boss's son and it's like yeah that's right this is it's like i wasn't fucking talking to you weird little shadow monster i was talking to him it's like he can't fucking talk dude it's like ah i'm messing with a disabled person because i'm a big shit on on my throne um so he's like all right if you can land a hit on my my captain of the fucking elite guards that we keep mentioning are really badass dudes like here's a here's footage of them like beating the shit out of a demon that escaped hell and was apparently just like trading goods it's just like yeah. you weren't really doing much crime as far yeah, as yeah when I, I appreciate like kind of like that because it's like you no know, oh it's perceived that anything from the inner world you know oh it's gotta be a bad thing right because again it's, it's perceiving things under immediate face value which yes, is like fun, yeah. what makes a king what makes a, like from a shadow assassin is it gotta be this kind of dude right uh, but yeah, as far as you can tell, he's just going in there. He was getting on ground with the merchant. It's just like, you know, fun. Hey, I want some of these apples. And he's, he's fun. We took the fuck out of him, yeah. He's done. Yeah. Um, so this guy's the captain of that super badass guard. So you know he's badass. And, you know, the kid's trying to put a blow on him. And eventually he kind of just stops and is like, this is this is embarrassing. I, I can't really be doing this. Just the physical, like the way he, the, his his uh, his thing drains with, while wearing like a full plate armor. I was just like, that's that's good animation. But not mm. as good animation as they get when he's like, that's not impressive at all. It's like, no, no, try to land a hit on him. That's that's where his real talent is, says Kage. And it's like, all right, uh, I'll try to land a hit on him. He cannot. It's a stalemate. Like, uh. <laughs> But as, as the king, the wrong uh, king points out, it's like, uh, how are you going to win a fight like that? You know, you do, ne- you do need to hit them to work this out. Mm. That's, that's when Kage pulls out the, oh, I have a letter of recommendation, though. Uh, and it's like, did you fucking read this? It's, no, I, it, was, it was an official letter. It's like, get get them the fuck out of here. <laughs> get them out of my goddamn palace. But the captain is uh, more so. It's like, yeah, uh, you, here's your torn up letter. Um, you, you got the wrong guy. It's, it, he's a pretty good king. He's good at what he does, but he does not like 
his brother, who this is addressed to, that you, you I see where you made the mistake. He's yeah, the other yeah. king of the underworld. As well, if, um, if when Borgi feels like, oh, I've actually let you down, Durakage, you, you, you backed me to go into this thing. Yeah. I'm going to try and lift these rocks and saying, I can't lift the big rock. I'll try this much smaller rock. I can't lift this either. It might be like it could be part of a larger bit that's embedded into yours. Don't feel too bad, Bob. But I can't lift it. I'm not going to break down into tears because I feel like I'm so weak. Mm. And it's like, oh, yeah. hey, how about that melodrama, right? It's pretty good. Yeah, and also, yeah, it's like, okay, right. We also point out that, yeah, it's Prince Desper is, is which one? Yeah, Prince Desper's the brother who they got, they, they're supposed to be seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he, the knight explains, yeah, he's very wise, and the, his brothers are jealous of that. I also wonder, yep. uh, and again, this is a thing where I'm, I've got the extra knowledge from those pages in the first <laughs> two volumes, if... <laughs> If like the attacking of the demons, regardless, is because they know more about the demons, uh, and also yeah, that yeah. the thing of like when right. a great hero dies, a demon is often seen on their deathbed. Well, if you read the comic, you know why this is, and <laughs> yeah. and it's like why they can't be letting them wander around willy nilly. Yeah, we yeah. also learned that uh the king of the underworld's like number two in the ranking as well in this one i believe yes they, they do give his ranking as well yeah. in his introduction. so i yeah. wonder if he's trying to reach number one without the underhand methods that other kings have managed to reach number one yeah yeah i mean like he's got a very official knight that's res- feared and respected all across mm-hmm. the lands so uh, yeah yeah I, I, while i understand it can be frustrating when you're seeing one person versus what it's pretty it could be kind of Good because I've been wanting to go look and see okay, what yeah. precisely am I missing? But maybe it could be good just for our purposes and the listeners slash viewers that you know we have some of us who are aware <laughs> of what's going on and some of us who are just like just seeing what's put in front of us in the TV series and then we can mm. have have this test of reactions here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then we get the we get like a little bit of flashback from Dida's point of view. Um. After he's discussing with the mirror, and then we get Apis heading off to kill Dida, but then unfortunately, the mirror appears to be someone he's sworn fealty to in the past. Because hmm. there was that shot in the last episode, I didn't quite understand of like him as a younger man and being scared and maybe defeated, and then he pops down i think it was the griffin in this episode and um all of a sudden he's strong again it's like okay so something happened to make him stronger and we kind of see what that possibly was in this episode well is that, if, if, if we're coming down here and we're keeping these preserves you know like um it's like the very old-fashioned thing of like you uh you eat the heart you, of the wolf you, kind of thing. Eat, yeah. eat the heart of the team to gain strength you eat the heart yeah. of the griffin or whatever that to gain strength so you know uh, probably doing the same thing, and probably should have copped it that the same two like uh, tomb guards that are next to that uh, figure we see in a row, but are the same two grave guards who are carrying this mirror around as well. So why yep. wouldn't her spirit be in that thing? It's like, oh yeah, these guys mm-hmm. have working relationship already. Yeah, and we also get the comment that the 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 potion was not intended to make him stronger, <laughs> and uh, I yeah, think you do the right maths at this him. point uh, that he had a. Uh, a jewel of reincarnation in it. Uh, mm. Like the thing with um, Apis is he's talked down by the mayor. He's like, oh, okay, I understand. And Dida's like, are they, are they talking about murder me? I'm going to grab one of those knocked out guys sides and try and kill him. They're like, no, Dida, don't do it. It's all right. He's, he's on, he's on our side. And I, I, he's not going to, and he's like, I won't attack you, my king. And, and he's just like, okay, well, I mean, like, I guess if you're not going to attack me and then immediately attacks him, yes. knocks him the fuck out. The, the old fucking solar plexus knock you out in one punch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy, the the other guards, um, they mop it up with a cloth and like squeeze it into things. Now it's just going to taste nastier, yeah. if that was even possible. But now it's towel juice as well on top of you all know, the they, other. They, they didn't clean that rag before they mopped it up. You know, you <laughs> no, know they no, didn't. no, no, no. That was just like in his back pocket all this time. And if they force lucky. him to drink it uh, while he's unconscious and say it's like actually he was he was right to not drink this. This is. Uh, bad for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got to be worried about Beppin. Mm. Beppin, because he's, he's got eyes everywhere. Mm. 
Snakes. He's got snakes um, everywhere. Snake. So, yeah. And then right at the end, we get to see Desper, who is anime Carrie Elwes. Mm. <laughs> and he's not what you expected from the statue because they're walking through Demon Town? It seems nice. Um, and his statue is all Just fucked up in the head. It's, uh, it looks like it's been bashed in a few times, basically. Yeah. I assume but... we're going to get, like, th- we've got the two brothers from Boss's Kingdom, and now we get the two brothers in the, the Underground Kingdom, and there'll be some sort of mirror of the two relationships. Um, but obviously, they're older. Um, mm. But I was talking about, like, you know, if, if Datar, he became the king of it because he's a strong dude, then... This will be that's par. He went lost out because oh, I see the strength in other things. So he could be just a yes. man for both to get. But he's just he's in there. He's just like in the library doing his book learning. No way for a king to be conducting himself. Am I right? Yeah. Maybe there's something to it though. Maybe hmm. if you got ultra instinct, you can win the fight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's all quite good. But yeah, I say I've got the. Deep suspicion, you're not going to get the explanation until right at the end of the series. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, yeah, um, I will say, though, it's it's in recent uh, iterations, it's improved again from that, like, what was that, episode three of it, where it was just like, it was like fucking, uh, this is your two part OVA, you're going to fucking rocket through this shit. Because so <laughs> much stuff landed on you. Yeah, yeah. It seems like, no, it seems like, no. While I might have like leaped ahead a bit, it's gotten to the stage, whatever it was that I wanted to. Yeah, like, I think I uh, think we're at going through it, and it went to be. I think mm. we're at the uh, end of volume three, start of volume four, as best I can tell, is where we're okay. currently at. Mm. So it's still so about what? one volume every two episodes, but. Uh, <laughs> It feels a little bit like jumping in in the middle of something that's been, you know, you didn't see, you're not too far from the start, but you're a good bit away from the end, but you're kind of just hopping in right in the middle of it. Yeah, I've seen, some, under- I've seen some people say, like, the mysteries are too obvious, and my brain's going, yeah, it's because they're not mysteries in the comic. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it, it could be losing people by, by recontextualizing stuff as a big mystery when it's just like, no, it's just like, you know, fairy tale rules and shit. And if it explained the fairy tale rules, you'd be good. You'd yeah, kind of the actual story. Yeah, kind of like that, you know, because but kind of jumping right in, you know, not too far from the Star Wars being is like, you know, there's no like laying around. It's kind of like the way they they write every soap opera. You can kind of jump in at any juncture and be completely up to date or up to speed with the uh goings on of it. Um mm-hmm. which just does as well. Um but Oh, we get the magic mirror, the person in the magic mirror's name as well this episode. Yeah. Which I can't remember, it. and the Wikipedia has not been updated. So, uh... <laughs> Well, it was some sort of sorceress that King Boss wanted to improve this guard spearman of his with, and uh, he it's... owes her, presumably for his My, current Maya power. Sakamoto all along. Yes. Um... <laughs> yeah, uh, it's... Yeah. I think she... I think... Her exactly what's up with her is the is the mystery of part one in the comic, mm. um, but you get more glimpses of it much earlier on than you're getting here. Like she's mm. she's in flashbacks in volume one in, mm. Um, mm. so it's like who's that hooded figure? What's their deal? Uh, why? How are they connected to the thing we're seeing uh, people do mm. in this flashback? Um. And from the descriptions of like volume eleven and volume twelve, that will be the end of this series. Will be the explanation of exactly what her relationship with Boss is. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so the one thing we're lacking in this is the piece of information in volume one of exactly what she and Boss did hmm. um, that got Boji cursed. An armored car job, <laughs> straight in, straight out. The goal was buried somewhere in Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. It also takes away a big old allegory that is in the comic, which just isn't there at the moment because they've not brought it. Yeah, off. <laughs> that was kind of a thing as well. It was, it was like it was uh, alluding to 
like theme surrounding kind of the very nature of this literal ranking of kings and what makes a king, what makes him like a better or worse king than the other one. For uh, mm. it's forgotten about that a little bit. Again, that could be just a reassemblage of the material. It's like, you no, know, maybe these things are being kind of more regularly touched upon in the intended uh, layout of it. But mm-hmm. it's like, I right now. Well, if we're going to have, you know, you do to we might see like the other, what, what, what else are the noble traits of, of a king? Might be able to bring that back some more a bit um, yeah. with this dude. Yeah. Um, then we get Sakagun, episode seven, On the Road. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. Um, we've got it's in one of these episodes where all the characters get high. Hey, the mushroom hunting. Uh, but hey, I put, I, I put these weird underground flowers. I'm gonna put them in each of your cockpits of your vehicles, you know, because I want to gussy up the joint. How's about that? Just imagine if Cowboy Bebop's mushroom samba episode also tried to get over really serious parts of the story, ongoing storyline in it as well. <laughs> Well, it's like when you know, uh, your turn of the century night authors they resorted to hallucinogenics to try and derive the true mystery to Otrakantas. So, as a byproduct of these very nasty trips that everyone's going on, because these flowers are kind of pollinating or spreading spores all over them in their cockpits, uh, and they're hating it, Mempu um, is having more vivid and vivid dreams were usual oh what's that strange tower on the hill with the, with the stars falling in something called the sky but then it becomes more detail filled in where it's like you know oh somebody there they're coming towards me is it the famous explorer then it's like oh some of the the flowers here they're covered and they're covered in red rather than white the rest of it oh my god it's gagumba's like dying form his also there's a, the flowers. There's, there's a baby crying she, yeah. which is probably her she looks up she sees a woman um, like they, they change like it does a thing where it, it shows you the same the same shots um uh, a few times and like like the first dream and she wakes up and it's just gagamba going like oh you had the usual dream it's like yeah the, that place that i'm trying to get to that we're doing this whole journey for i don't need to explain it to you you know the plot of a gagamba um but as it goes on that that thing gets more a trippy and twisted and at one point she's kind of looking down and you see her big boots and that kind of thing and towards the end of it she looks down and there's a big flowing dress and she looks like she's a lot higher off the ground and i was just yeah. like i see what they're doing it, there's a nice perspective shift they do that in a few different ways like um but the the cg driving mechs um as they're driving through like they're they're driving gets more erratic as the episode goes yes. on they um, have, they're having the same like conversation. Yes, they're, they're, they're stuck in the same conversation. More fucked as <laughs> each pit stop they go on. Yeah, to the point where at one point where they were talking to Gigambra, where he was like, "Hey, what's the thing he hired you to hack?" And he's like, "Oh, I can't tell you that. It's private and confidential." And it was like, "Oh, he can't tell you it's private and confidential." And he's like, "Can't can't tell me what?" Because it's like, "Oh, you didn't ask the question yet, but we're ahead of you in the conversation. Yes. I see what's happening." Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they're arguing about whether she goes straight on, which they, she's won in a game of cars that they they're going to go straight on. They're arguing. Yeah, she about. won old maid, so that means she gets to make all the choices. Yeah, who decided that? Probably Gagamber. Yeah, <laughs> whether but he wants to stop off at a colony. Um, I uh, want to get some girls. Well, no, he's accused of wanting girls because uh, the thief... He says he wants a, a regular bed to sleep in. Yes, has world. seen yeah. him. I see, saw what he was doing behind those rocks. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he, he's, initially he's like, fucking don't be talking about that shit. But initially he's like, ah, I got me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what, what has happened is them. Yuri has picked these flowers for everybody. Because it turns out he's a big amateur botanist. With emphasis on the amateur, it turns out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a cursory look, look up in the field guide would tell you that they're also like the the false uh, yes. red two, red bell flowers. Which, I love uh, that field guide. Nice. How, yeah, how, how like how because it's handwritten and everything. Uh, it's like oh, detailed drawings, detailed notes about all the various fucking deadly dangers and nice things there are along the way. But it's like <laughs> it's not like it has a good index. You know, it's just like okay. So this is really bad for you. What we need is is the, the juice of this cactus mixed in water, and you drink it for a day, and you'll be fine. And then they, it's like, oh, so there's one right there. Well, that worked out. And Where I was like, though, okay, so which they... maybe the false uh, antidote cactus, which actually will only ex- exacerbate the symptoms of the first poison. 
So be careful of that. But no, just, don't, just stay hydrated. Don't and just pray for the best, I guess. I'm a guidebook. I can't give yeah. you more advice than this. And she's kind of thinking, maybe we should have went to a hospital. But she's not wanting to admit that because her visions are getting more and more uh, fucked up, basically. Her yeah, and, dreams are getting and because it's up. dealing with the serious stuff with her dreams, you don't get a third beat to the joke, uh, which, yeah. which is what yeah. I felt it needed. It just kind of... Ooh, the the funny bit whimpers out because it suddenly puts much more yeah, onus on the serious bit. It mm. leaves it off in this kind of tension because the gumbo, you know, wants her like a little bit more clear headed for the We're going to fucking keep uh, fun pressing on, doing the fun thing, and the fun thing. No, no, we got to do the fun thing. No, we're going to do it my way. Shut up, kids. We got to be fun thing. And again, it's like elevating that whole thing where it's like there is no kind of little. Um, let off for it, you're just kind of left then yeah. at the episode with this like simmering tension between like uh, within the party and you just kind of sit with that for a week until uh, uh, they get back to it. She does move her uh, sleeping bag closer to her dad though because she's scared of her dreams. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, but there's nothing resolved. She 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 does need that care, and she the reason she can't admit to him that he's doing this like listen, I saw you horribly fucking murdered in my dreams, so I can't yeah. like like. I, I really need to f- see this thing through, but I'm not sure I can see it through with you kind of thing because it might end up getting you killed. Is this the future or the past? We don't uh, know. And then we see the past. viewer that one of the people from her dreams, the desert punk-esque dressed character, is there watching over them at their campsite. This is the famous explorer, or is this some other weirdo with like kind of cat's eyes peering out at you? They're probably yeah. a lot more friendly than they appear. Because uh, in the initial dream, she says, oh, and Explorer was there. And Gigamber's like, how do you know it was the Explorer? Because you've never met her, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. How did mm. I know that on site that was who I'm looking for? It's a sort of dream, right? It does this, like, you know, yeah. oh, this is this seems right. This seems familiar to me. You know, when the, the clouds are in, this, are in the ground and the, the mountains are in the sky. But everything else makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, I, it, there's good parts to the episode, but it, it does kind of um, mess up the tension between comedy and uh, horror. And the idea that, like, s- switching the... It's like, these guys are getting more and more stoned as the thing goes on, and turning that to, like, this guy's functionally useless, your one is of no help, and Gagamber's becoming more, like, obstinate, and he's just like, he's not going to listen to you, even if it's for his own benefit, and as our dreams yeah. are getting worse. I mean, it's they... playing that up nicely, but then there's no, like you say, release. Yeah. It, it's like the tension is released before it happens, and it doesn't work as well, if that makes sense. And they regress to children. That's another symptom. Of the... They do turn into babies. And <laughs> they all start getting sick. Yeah, a long puking. sequence of them all uh, puking behind our various uh, foreground um, awesome things, powers yeah. you know block all that yeah. out you never yeah. see yeah. the dick never see the puke um, but here's some funny CG animation of those mechs as they're getting more and more wasted those are pretty good yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it, 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 it was like an old ape to kind of repeat in the sequence it's a similar kind of framing to the scene it's kind of, you know, almost like the exact same framing for each shot when they're on the road and then setting up the camp and then having dinner it, yeah stuff. I mean like it's but just the a... same uh, CG scrolling background of the, the pipe that they're following as a route basically yeah yeah even each stop seems to be the one that's in both how much you know they just change the sign each time <laughs> how much of this like, like you know uh, fucking cave can you really well, uh, make it look different? You know, mm. but again, the service of this. But you no, know, I, I kind of, you know, I suppose you, I feel like you, you're meant to feel like, like left off a little bit kind of uneasy like that. You know, it's yeah. maybe for maybe for like you know a more scriptural kind of technical reason, you know, to do with the actual construction the episode as well. But again, but then narratively, it kind of works because you kind of left like, oh, I don't feel quite right myself, you know, as well. Uh, wait and mm. see how this how. Some of this is going to pan out. Um, so, you know, we, we can't say, you can say it's succeeded in that regard, I suppose. Yeah, just double check. He's a different, yes, the figure in the dream and at the end is a different mysterious cloaked figure to the two mysterious cloaked figures from last week's episode. The prior episode. Yeah, yeah, I thought <laughs> as much. Uh, I think the one on at the here. end of this one does have the, they look like, like Nal said, cat's eyes and has the big, um, it's, it, it's like entirely wrapped up like except for the slight um gap for the eyes and also a big bunch of hair yeah the where the other two yep. seem to be smartly dressed wearing masks with cloaks over the top yeah 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 um so yeah 
as you say, possibly not as scary as it, they seem. These one, this mm. one, those other ones, I'm pretty <laughs> sure are as scary as they seem because they appear immediately after the mention of the terrorist group. <laughs> but... Yeah, uh, they're either a terrorist group or the cult, or the cult is a terrorist group. No, definitely, mm. like, no, these are either fanatics, for sure. Then we've got Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die, episode 58, mm. The Unlikely Saviour. Mmm, coming in from backstage with the steel chair. <laughs> but Luke giving hard, first of all. but not straight away, but first of all, we've got to have Vern be an absolute shit again. Uh, yeah, of course. Because he's such a great villain. So oh. good. Oh, I got to get serious. I got to pull out my weapon. Which well, like from, my from being stack exploded in the last stack. episode, him immediately healing entirely from that. And he's just like, <laughs> woof. Oh, okay. You, you you got you pegged me there. That that was pretty good. Um, right in the bread box. That one. Fair enough. Let me take my cool weapon. That was made by the same guy who made your cool weapon. And he's fun at home. One saying, "Got a fucking shiver there." Like two of my two of my two of my my children are clashing against each other. <laughs> As I check it out, I can just got to think. It can burst my MP stat into my attack stat, which is pretty big. In case you hadn't noticed. Um, it's um, it, it's a staff, but it has like a like a staff um, of audacity. I'm not, I'm not sure what audacity is. It sounds like audacity. You can use it to record your podcast on, as well as <laughs> defeat the, the hero of legend. It has a kind of um, like a energy. It has a blade on it, but it has like an energy blade in it that reminds me of um, Goku Black kind of thing. <laughs> oh, sure. This is way before, but I'm just like, yeah, just the magic concentrated in a physical blade. It's it's a nice look. Laser knife hand, but laser knife uh, staff. Mm. Yeah, it also has like a, a dragon tail on it that wraps around his wrist, which is obviously the bit that's feeding off his own um, his own magic energy. Yeah. Um, that he, he absolutely fucking owns with, obviously. Yeah, and Dyer's going to take it to the hoop, uh, but for fuck's sake, you didn't put your heart into that swing. The sword knows about it. It's, it's the second time you've broken it. You've only had it for like two weeks now. Come on, man. <laughs> Lawn Baroque's going to be fucking pissed at you. Your warranty is, is void and is null and void now at this date. That, that, forget about it. You have one free repair. That's out. <laughs> you're fucked, it. Um, and they're all fucked because if one is going to cast a calamity wave, a calamity tsunami, if one is just going to destroy like area, for an area of effect attack all up to them. Fucking... And of course, who's going to jump in with our two markers? You fucking die in yoga for soon. Fucking dying for the cause is We're my gonna thing, take the but hit. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to hold it back with our fists and our bodies, but they get blown asunder. Hmm. Um, but at least to his feeder moment, then, it's this fun pop. He's fucking bricking it. Mam is trying to hold the guy, and it pops his Mam. Just hold my hand till the end. Yeah, if and I gotta go out, I wanna go out holding your hand, all romantic. Tiny little blush, brief little blush, but but hey, fucking, this not going out alone, says ma'am to herself. Um, but then the entire uh, battle stage collapses from underneath them, which mm. also gets them out of the way. That's another way. And as they're falling, Pop glimpses at who's saved them. Who's um, got that phone, that, that long mullet of white hair and and jets on his back. <laughs> Is that you, Nova? No, it's it's a boy because you yeah. see that one, all the chess pieces, the Royal Guard, they're still kicking about. They've swooped in as well. Hmm. Um, Hadler's got a few words for the boss. Hey, um, what the fuck? <laughs> Fire me! Fire me! I made the Dark Legion! Ah, uh, dear. Yeah, oh, it's such oh, it's such a, a, a great little turn it is. Again, it's old fashioned in a sense, but hey, this might have been one of the first ones to kind of do it or do it in this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Or he was a real dickhead, real piece of shit, and he's fucking harassing and haranguing like the heroes all the way through. Hmm. Then he gets fucked over, betrayed, and used in turn by his own boss, who's an even bigger dickhead. And yeah, and like then, you said, the last two episodes, like they've been making Vern like a real, real piece of shit as a bad guy. And it's like, hey, remember that piece of shit bad guy from before? What if he came in and fucked that guy over? It's like, I oh, come that in, would like, be no, nice. Not only are you right behind him in his corner, you're going fucking, yeah, fuck him up, Hadley. <laughs> you go get him. <laughs> 
And even the bit where it's like, hey, you're not tough enough to take me. And he's like, yeah, but those guys have been beating your ass all day. So I've got a fucking shot now. And he's like, shit, he's fucking right. He does. I expected him to die in that one hit, but he did not. Uh, I might have I might have spent a little too much MP, more than I thought. <laughs> mm. uh, it's, it's sweet. That mm. sweet. And but, the uh, the chess pieces, obviously, because it's not part of the deal that the the other lesser Verns are held back by the chess pieces, but then they're just held by the uh, dark puppetry thing. Mm. Uh, however, too bad, or to the Verns' chagrin, that Hadler or this is support that's familiar with the rules of chess. That's when it seems like he's about to go and buy it. Well, they, but Hadler had him dead to rights, but then. Uh, is it Zabuera? Yes. It's like, oh yeah, that, like, I was here. That's, that's again as well. Fun again. This is this is like you know, not since like Dragon Ball Super. I think I've been like the one being kind of shouting at the telly, going, going. I was watching this in the canteen at work and was work uh, over my lunch. Like, no, mm. it was at the weekend. Not very like well populated. It was like a fun the person here or there up up in this. Mm. But I was like watching this. I was just going, fun. Fuck you, yeah, fun. Get him head there. At the same time, going, he goes in for the fucking kill and blow. Zap where I was going, you little fucker. I said it out loud, and there was somebody like a few yards away from me. I'm not sure if you heard, but I was going, you little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, but to listen to kind of like, like reaction, I mean, it's like that's how yeah. good this is now. Again, it's not as fun as like, like, like the last episode of regard Dragon Ball Super. I was going, fucking yeah, get him. So, so it's like the, you introduce a bad guy so bad that he's really like you really want to see him get his. So another fucking heel comes out, does the steel chair, but then another heel comes out, and does a steel chair on him. It's like whoa! Is, it's is more like it's more like fun no. that they've knocked out the referee, you know, from the, from the yeah, it's just like, chaos. Ah, you will yeah. That's even worse. And uh, yeah, Hadler doesn't even get the coolest moment there. It's Block gets the coolest moment. Yeah. <laughs> Block, block gets the MVP where it's just like, hey, remember? And I did remember from b- being a nerd in chess club, uh, being a kid. I was just like, oh, the secret move in chess. The special move. Yay. Oh, his first and last words is take care of Lord Hadler. It's like, you idiot. It was your first word and your last words. Yeah. Also, it turns out he was really skinny. Um, yes, yeah, he was. Yeah, there was a, there was a smaller one inside the armor. Um, it's full of tinier men. It it does explain how the entire back of him was sheared off in that one episode, and he was fine because it's like, yeah, it yes. didn't hit me. I'm I'm the skinny guy inside. Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then he throws his fist up, telling them to take care of Lord Hadler as everything explodes, and then Vern goes. Yes, well, there's a move called castling in chess, uh, and so that's what they did. But that's cheating because I didn't even check, mate. You can't do it. You can't castle for having a check, mate. That's ah. Uh, well, he like got he's got a he queen, talking... a knight, and a pawn. That's not a good place to be in, honestly. <laughs> yeah, but still, like Vermis throwing up a good game of fun. Oh, fun! No, stand away now. The state is set for the destruction of the entire world, and it still feels that way. I get the end of it and say, well, he was proud of his fault, so I know, I know it's going to be a way, I think. But still, for some pissed off, I'm going to fucking, no, I'm going to his little head, his little head, his little head well, he's already dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. specifically, because he sees the Holy Mother Dragon taking Dai's body off, and he's like, oh, well, that's Dai taken care of, and it'll be generations before there's another. Um, well, there might be another one, like, in five minutes, but, like, it'll take at least, what, ten? Ten and a bit years for yes. that to happen? I'm going to fucking have this taken care of in the week. I'm yeah. grand. Ten days, mm. I'm gonna destroy the world. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, we got one, one, we got a ticking clock. We got like the lowest step for the previous party. They're always scattered to the four winds as well. It's again roller coaster of emotions. Uh, mm. <laughs> this is some fucking you know some fucking primo shit right here again. It's, it's, it's getting me upon upon up on a chair to shouting at us. That's <laughs> that's, that's a, a good sign. a good bit of TV right there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so Pop and Mama washing up on the island of it's yeah, it's the island name. that Avon came come from, the Carl Kingdom. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because we're gonna get Carol so, I believe sixty one sixty two episode sixty one sixty two or something like that is gonna be the Avon side story manga. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Well that's because we're gonna okay. meet somebody who there's a younger version of her in that side story comic. Mm. 
it, the side story was printed. If it, someone was saying if it was came out in the order it came out, it would have been around episode thirty-eight. But they were saying it's probably better to do it later, right? When yeah, you've already yeah, where met. it has like relevance. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get you. Uh, yeah, I think we're getting, I think we're heading weirdly into a training arc now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they don't take care of these things in like an episode or two. Because uh, Pop's training arc was here's the most destructive spell that would erase <laughs> all matter. Your job is to catch it. <laughs> so I have confidence in their ability. I mean, this is like definitely the thing I look forward to, and I'm confident in enjoying like like every other week. And it's hmm. uh, you, it's been a kind of a pretty steady fun goal, even with radicalism. It was like right up here with one said, Yeah, it's fucking so many fun twists in this just within minutes of each other. Uh, that's when it's fucking really on. And I know there's still just a lot of gas left in it, left, a lot of fucking fire left in it, left. I'm so excited. Uh, and, and as you said, it was like going to the final boss fight, but you have not power leveled enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you go, you're now going to need to grind for a few episodes. That's fine. Yeah, you've only got ten days though. <laughs> Otherwise, there's not going to be much left to grind on. What's the standard Dragon Quest grinding thing? It's metal slimes, isn't it? Metal slimes, yes. You I would one. If, if they good. literally do that, that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, uh, Mouse Buddy, do you know any metal slimes we could beat the shit out of for like <laughs> ten days? Ah, <laughs> hmm. uh, that's one way of doing it, you know. You can base a whole fucking TV series and not around that we've seen in recent years. So who's to say <laughs> Dragon Quest couldn't do it? Or who say we weren't the first to do it and they're ripping them off? Mm-hmm. Right then, finally we've got. No, finally, there's two more things we've got. Wake <laughs> up, say, wake up, Brian. Uh, Muteking the Dancing Hero, episode eight, Muteki mode, in which. We make up mm. for all the lack of victories they had in the past few episodes by this episode mainly being Muteki beating up <laughs> Tink's monsters again and well, again and yeah, again. It's a combination of like victory laps, advertising deals, and um, just like be like playing the original song and just like playing the hits. Everyone, it's just was a huge new hit single by Muteki. Here's mm. a monster for us. Could you defeat it? We can hear that kit new song once more. Mm. You got it. Baby, baby, do, do, do. this is the whole routine. And you know, you can just uh, you know hit like two times speed to go through the whole bit. Um, uh, he has there. been given the uh, what? What do they call that? It's magic a back red in, the red metal cassette. I was going to say, it, 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 whatever you want. It's a back even track. for frivolous purposes yes. to impress girls. So DJ so does not need go... to be there to duet with him. So that way they can like do public appearances in two different places at once, and it's going to save them a lot of fucking bother. Also, it means DJ can carry on with his detective work to find out what's going on at the cafe, <laughs> which leaves him like uh, beaten and shirtless, tied to a chair at the end of the episode. Of course, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not entirely why, sure why they took his shirt off. I don't know. Who was just waiting through going? I mean, he hasn't shown off that he's kind of jacked you know, up to this point, has he? So, no, I think yeah. this is the first time we've seen him with his shirt off. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that happened... Is that at a time where it couldn't have been Ida hitting him because she was on a date? Yes. I, I yes. think it's because like, he was encouraging... Uh, Muteki was like, hey, I I was trying to be smoothly ask her for a date, but then I accidentally smoothly asked her out on a date. Um, so he's like, fucking perfect. I'll use that opportunity while she's on the date to do my um, investigations, in which case something else got him, I guess. Yeah. And the other thing it visually shows is like, there's less of the darkness over the city. Particularly you yeah. see that with the arcade because that's, that's seen because that's a recurring place we visit that's yeah, affected yeah, by the darkness. A it's a lot mm. clearer this time. Mm. I suppose when you've beaten, they know this is sending all of like the, uh, I suppose jobber monsters after him. He's just, Defeat them in short order in that montage. It's going to like put the scale back more and more over to the sunnier side. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you see, your man is like, okay, everything's fine. We'll just send a bunch more of the tough monsters at him, and we'll get him this time. And each each time he defeats him, he's like, okay, we'll just try another monster. And he has to watch Muteki ads on the big screen because the Octa Ink uh, ads aren't doing as well, I guess. But Moteki accidentally enables their plan at the end when he does a la-la land in the middle of the street with Aida. <laughs> they do a duet and it finishes the tower off. Mm. 
What have mm. you done, Ruteki? You've made a terrible mistake, and your best friend's captured. Mm. My God. You'd be dead by daylight. Where is DJ? Um, but yeah, generally, there's a lot of sketches. Again, Suta King's thing is they swap. Well, he he gives him his clothes so he can escape the Beatles family. Yeah, he's being chased like the Beatles. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's, he, Muteki is wearing his clothes and is like, hey, hey, random handsome stranger who looks exactly like Muteki. Have you seen Muta King around? And it's like, uh, I like he starts speaking broken Spanish like Suteki yes. was. No. How could you possibly oh. tell the difference? Oh, oh I look even better than uh, Buddha King. God, my <laughs> internet my internet connection may have just died. <laughs> of course, the other thing I forgot to do is restart the recording. Uh, so, yes, we were talking about. The Suta King, Buta King thing, which should also be the third time we've talked about it. So if you want to hear what we said, go watch the YouTube video at this point. <laughs> oh, don't. Uh, it sounds like a mess, it is, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, maybe it's time to ask BT for another router. Um, mm. uh, right. Was there anything else of import on this episode? I think we covered the plot points. Not particularly. If I just come back and talk about Lupin the Third instead. Yes, that's probably what we should do. Um... Lupin the Third, Episode Six: The Imperial City of Thieves, Part Two. Mm. Um, in which the Imperial, I, City, the Imperial City dreams of thieves. Is it? I I I'm going to take. I'm taking uh, Dwayne's notes here. Yes, oh, you're right. Imperial City wrong. dream. You, yeah, I I caught one of your other typos, but I didn't catch that. I one. spelled thieves wrong one time as well. Yeah, because <laughs> I was being like sticks, like so. Yeah, City of the Imperial City dreams of tea leaves yes <laughs> in mice okay yeah the imperial city dreams of thieves part two yeah okay. uh in which she made a liar of me and it did a bit of concrete revolutionizing, uh but not quite as as far a smidge. A smidge. It's just a smidge just a hint a little, of it a hair a little pinch of it just so you know yeah. it wouldn't would spoil the whole brew for just you. just one line from lupad really of saying well if this is anything like our world their plans came to nothing uh, or mm. their ambitions were thwarted. Uh, mm. Also, it turns out that Jigen is the military adventurer detective who was part of the basis of the villain from Concrete Revolution. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Jigen uh, was the villain of Concrete Revolution? Okay. Yeah, it's because they, they mixed him with so I think I believe that character because he talks about Asian independence. I believe, yes, and I could be wrong. This is only, this is only like second and third hand knowledge. Is a lot of those stories are like him helping out other Asian countries from Western influence uh, and taking care of it, which is obviously a very paternal imperialistic. Uh, yeah, it's like Asian freedom as long as it's Japanese. Yeah. Yeah, or it's like, hey, we want to secure freedom for these people. We'll take care of them. They can't take care of themselves. It's a different kind of belittling that at least isn't slavery, but it ain't fucking great. Yeah, and, um, and, yeah. and so in Lucio, he's mixed up with uh, the guy who would go into advertising, but during this period was involved in uh, opium in Manchuria. Mm. Um, yeah. None of that's commented really here beyond the idea of like, oh, we're the you the J- Japanese military are trying to get hold of this uh, uh, clock, which belongs to Inner Mongolia, and it turns out the bodyguard is actually the heir to this kingdom. It's actually a dude, so uh, relief from there to the department store does not have to feel confused about, like you know, uh, the lovely evening. Sir. I think this will probably will notice that all those nights they spent holding hands, sipping champagne in their nightwear. Well, she's like actually more embarrassed to learn that that um, her bodyguard is a is a guy, and it's kind of like, wait, does that mean I'm not a lesbian? Am I straight? What the fuck? It's like it's a it's a different kind of confusion well, that's happened to her. That's that's the least of the confusion she'll have as by the end of the episode, they yeah. discover that they're not real. Uh, yeah, Lupin. Even Lupin is like, I'd be a dick mood if I just out and told them, right? 
Except yeah. for two of them, because like, oh, uh, to Goemon here isn't like Goemon the, the 10th or whatever, it's actually is Goemon the 13th. Because uh, mm-hmm. they have their little uh, skirmish earlier on, and he snaps his sword in front saying, oh, I guess you ain't got, you must have the real Goemon, you ain't got that Zentetsuken sword. And he's like, oh, shocking. Now that's when he knew. Because only the real Goemon would even know about that. And only the real Lupin would know about the sword as well. So, yeah. Exactly. So there are only, there are only, real, only two real boys in this simulation. So what's, hmm. actually, what's actually going on? Well, it turns out they had raided this laboratory and then got captured themselves. And then they're trying to... The people who run the laboratory are trying to find out where Lupin's hideout is so they can steal his treasures off him. Steal his retirement fund, as he called it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess... Does he have like, one hideout? Is there like a Lupin island somewhere? I, like, he probably, like, maybe he just has it invested in stocks. But he definitely has money somewhere because he hasn't just blown it all on um, big piles of meat on the bone that he can eat with Jigen. No, it's it like all he, he puts in the money away from piece. <laughs> Uh dear. Um, okay, yeah, so so there's, from um, one piece to new class, it could just be a loop hand. Follow <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, Yeah, it's a it's a fictional world made of maybe things that actually happened. Who yes. knows? Basically, yeah. any literary figure you've heard about in a pulp novel was actually a real person, or yes. based very loosely or very closely thereon. Yeah, and that that's fair because most of the references and the historical characters and references that they're making, I only know from um, freaking uh, Bungo Stray Dogs, uh, <laughs> Woodpecker Detectives Agency, and other anime that vastly leaves a shitload of the history out that I'm going to miss. <laughs> that's still, you know, it's a follows our remit of watching cartoons that trick us into being into learning things <laughs> about the world, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, it 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 plays a once you get all the other stuff, it plays a bit more like a series two type story. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but spread out longer. So it was between this and episode three. I was like, have they just not quite remembered how to write an episode two type uh, season uh, series uh, part two type story anymore? Because it's like mm. episode three felt like there was too much stuff crammed into one episode, and this felt like. There was possibly not enough stuff for two episodes. They definitely had stuff that they wanted to do because they wanted to have a full no holds barred Jigen versus Goemon fight uh, as well, and they they put that in this episode. And I was like counting the shots. I was like, okay, block that one, block that one. And it's like, no, they both <laughs> they both die. No, none of them die actually. Um, it's just mm-hmm. like, no, they're both too cool to die. That's what would happen. Um, yeah, it, it has a bunch of things it wants to do. It's like, oh, Lupin does a double thing. It was like, oh, this man is Lupin, and I'm the detective. The detective was like, uh, actually, I'm the detective. You're Lupin. That's just some guy you grabbed. Uh, um, yeah. When you think about it, though, um, what's this, what's what's to do? Is it one Masaki Suji who wrote this? What is one there? Um, mm. Yeah, Masaki Suji been... was three. Yeah, episode three was What's him. Three oh. or, or or either that they may have like an you know, eight. They may have wanted to write this Lupin or had maybe like maybe a lot of like anime screenwriters have had this like idea for Lupin episode. If they ever got called up for us, they've had this draft have been sitting on for the longest time, and maybe it was incepted maybe around so and so in Lupin's history. So that okay, mm. are we, are we, I'm really attached. We want to go with this one, even though it may not, may not be a great fit for. The vibe we're going for nowadays, but I'll try it anyway. But it kind of falls fall between two stools trying to be like the older idea. It was the, the guy, the, the guy a little better with the part five where they were just visibly turned. Okay, he's wearing the red jacket or the pink jacket in this episode. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's for sure going to be this style of one. Yeah, it's a good visual signifier. Yeah, I, th- I think the other thing might be that they have definitely tied themselves to we're making literary references. Literary uh, detective references as well. Yes. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because every single episode <laughs> has had that so far. Has a new detective yep. or boy detectives or some kind of fucking thing in it. Yeah, yeah. sure. Well, it's, it's grand. Like, I, 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 I can't see like yeah, the you know not just this um, interpretation of of Lupin after a fact by this character, but um, I suppose much enough on analyzing like you know like yeah, where would you? 
what about you know if 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 if, kind of, if Lupin was kind of brought in modern day, we see kind of a modern day Sherlock Holmes. What would a modern day you know or this other contemporary look like then? You no, know, this sort of person around the same time, which may not been as um, adapted or looked into, into as much. That's mm. a pretty kind of cool idea. Bungo Stray Dallas has one version of it, but you know <laughs> here is like somebody yeah. who's directly like draw, directly like drawn from this like from, mm. uh, how would they like get on with the this newer interpretation of this other rival they may have had uh, mm. in the books. Mm. Yeah, so I think in these parts, it's like, I don't think there's any point where it's like, they're going, oh, I'm in a novel, is he? Whereas in in the Oshi episode, it's like, very, they're very much self-aware. We are that, in a novel. We are taking yeah. part in a novel and we're deliberately doing it. We're taking part in the novel. We're trying to steal. Yeah, yeah. We've read the book. We know we were in it. You know, we know what we know. We're in the zombie film. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, with this one, it's I'm in the novel that my grandfather was in, and we acknowledge that the grandfather existed, and we acknowledge at the end again that he existed. Uh, well, he has to acknowledge that he exists because how could he be Lupin the Third if Lupin didn't exist? Yes, but that he was (laughs) also the Gold Mask. uh, Yeah. uh, And the other thing is, it, it turns out the Virtual reality lab, uh, the AI lab, the all-purpose, has a missile. It's also part of the operation. It's an it evil does. organization. You know it's how they are. Missiles, laser sharks, aim, standard yeah, yeah. evil lab. Yes, but yeah. they were funded well, yeah, by but, but, the lady it, in the story, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's fun. Department stores, you can get anything you want in there. You get perfumes, you get smart shirts, you can get an ICBM. You know, hey, they want to be the one place you need to go to. Yeah, maybe they're just like an AIM organization. Just evil science, you know how it is. Or a front for an AIM organization. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, next week, we're back to Sherlock Holmes. And Gotta go get... back to London. Hopefully Sherlock Holmes doesn't kick all our asses again. That Who was that real. silhouette in the doorway holding the gun over the bloodied corpse? Was it Lupin? Probably not. Yeah. Because, you know, if we had the Mission Impossible mask happened so many times already. <laughs> Think Sherlock Holmes would get that. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I quite like the clever bit in this episode where Lupin disguised as Kogoro pretends to capture another guy that he's making out is, is Lupin in disguise. Yeah, yeah. Um, you all, you all thought it was a kindly uh, manservant bringing in the rice boys. Thought, oh, that's gotta be Lupin, right? Because yes. he's like, you know, trying to block this, the nods and the guy from getting in. But actually, mm. it is fine. Mm. Uh, yeah, I thought that was. I'm sure there's probably been something like that before, but I didn't. I couldn't. I don't remember seeing them do it that like subtly. Normally, it's like, oh, Zenigar's here, then another Zenigar comes through the door. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit more on the nose with it. Two Kogoro catches. I'm seeing double here. Uh, That's it for this week. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be back next week with less interruptions from the internet. That'd be nice. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Excellent. That sounds like a day of days to me. We'll have an extra thing to talk about, and that'll be One Piece episode 1000. Hey. Beep, 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 beep. And we all we've all watched it already, so hopefully we'll remember next week what it was about. Um, I'll just watch ah. it again. That's my plan. <laughs> oh, I watch it again. Yeah, I definitely watch it. I definitely watch the retooled opening again for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of what it was about was giving themselves high fives. Um, about... I, I, when I call that other thing a victory lap, this is a fucking victory lap. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, remember this? Hey, remember this? Um, oh. Just for one piece. But more about that next week. Yes. And I'm going to look forward to editing this video to the other video and making a single (laughs) video. Good luck. Yep. Godspeed. (laughs) That's up and now. Godspeed to you too, gentle audience.